0: Hello, you're welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from OnShaw.net. Interview 7 John Gunnell As you know, on this podcast, I like to talk a lot about patronage in primary schools and in particular this year I've been focusing a lot on the reconfiguration programme which replaced divestment. Um, And the first big town in Ireland which is to be reconfigured away from the Catholic Church uh, to the Community National School is the town of Nina. And despite all the politics of it all and, you know, some of the questionable practices, one of the things that a lot of people are interested in is what is a community national school? And if I was a principal of a Catholic school and was interested in moving away from a Catholic patronage and inevitably moving to the community national school model as it would be, what would that be like? So I was absolutely thrilled when I got an email from John Gunnell who's the principal of the school which is about to be reconfigured in Nina. He's a listener to the podcast and I asked him cheekily would he be willing to be interviewed and I was very pleased when he said yes. Over the next uh, little while you're going to listen to a conversation which isn't really about the politics of the community national school but more what's it like to be a principal in this position of reconfiguring to um, a non from a Catholic school to a community national school. What are the things you need to watch out for? What are the uh, what about the workload? What about training? And John was very generous with his time, and I really appreciated that. So without further ado, let's hear what it's like uh, to be the principal of a school about to reconfigure to being a community national school. Hello, hello, you are welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from net. This is Simon Lewis speaking, and I am absolutely thrilled, uh, and actually I'm more than excited about this interview because it is an area, as you all probably know, for those who listen to this podcast regularly, an area that I'm really, really interested in. I'm uh, speaking to John Gunnell, who is the principal of St. Mary's Junior National School, and he is about to go down in the history books, whether he knows it or not, uh, as the first principal of a multi-denominational school in uh, in Tipperary. Um, And uh, to me, this is really exciting. Tipperary is uh, one of the biggest counties in Ireland that didn't have a multi-denominational option and is about to be reconfigured Um, into a community national school, uh, thus providing um, the people of Tipperary with their first multi-denominational option. That's very exciting for people like me, um, and probably to a lot of teachers who uh, sometimes have to travel outside of Tipperary uh, for work. uh, So you could be getting lots of job applications over the summer, John, if you've any work for them. Um, But um, I'm thrilled to have you and uh, thank you for doing this. And I suppose to start off, Maybe you could introduce yourself, tell us um, who you are, about your career and um, how you've uh, ended up in a situation where you're about to uh, change your school from being a junior boys school to being a multi-denominational school.
1: Hi, Simon. Uh, Good to meet you and lovely to talk to you. And thanks for having me on your podcast. I've been a a supporter, a fan of your podcast over the last while, all very interesting topics and great to get an insight from all different parts of education. So yeah, I'll go down in the history books. Uh, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Hopefully it won't be very bad history or anything like that. Look, we're we're looking forward to the change. Uh, myself, I'm school principal here in St. Mary's Junior Boys National School for the last two and a bit years. Before that, I was principal of a co-ed mixed primary school in Rathdowney and County Leash for about 13 years. Uh, Back the line then, worked in Ross Gray, graduated from Mary I and took a break from teaching for a while. Uh, back in the early 2000s, had an interest in other things, namely construction, and decided to take a break, took a career break, studied quantity surveying, qualified as a quantity surveyor, worked on a few building sites for the years, and went back to teaching and just before the crash, luckily enough, and then got a job as principal in Rath Downey, and now in St Mary's Junior Boys soon to become Nina Community National School, so certainly challenge ahead of us. Uh, certainly a very exciting time for our school. When I applied for this job, uh, I certainly didn't know this was ahead of us. This is mm. this is new. This is this is big, but it's wonderful. We Absolutely. we're ready for it now. At this stage, we think we are, and we're we're embracing the change. We're looking forward to doing something good for the town of Nina, for our children, and for the whole school community. And for Tipperary in general, I suppose, and North Tipperary in particular, that will be a new option for children and families, and we mm. look forward to serving them well over the many, many years to come.
0: Simon, absolutely. No, I think um, it, that that's that's fantastic, um, and I suppose uh, for for those of you who are listening to this, um, in the future, we are about what are we three months before this change is about to officially happen, um, and um, what what this school is uh, is. Uh, going to be as a community national school. Now, both uh, you and I are by now familiar with what community national schools are, but they are kind of a, a sort of an unknown entity uh, to many people in the education system. You know, most people are familiar, um, you know, with the with denominational education. We have Catholic schools, Church of Ireland schools, Jewish and Muslim schools, and people. Most people around know what what educate together schools are, but community national schools are the newest kids in town. Maybe not quite the newest, but one of the newest kids in town. Tell me, what's a community national school?
1: Um, It's a multi-denominational school is the first word that comes out. Currently, we are a Catholic junior boys school, and we will change from that to being a co-ed vertical multi denominational school. I'm not representing community national schools. I can only tell you a certain amount of what I know so far. And the big change would be multi-denominational rather than Catholic or denominational Equality-based are the words that we listen to when we meet with our new patron, which will be Tipperary ETB. They talk about us and we work together to be a school for the community. We're community-focused, excellence in education, equality-based and multi-denominational. They're the main pillars that are there. But the big change is really the multi-denominational versus denominational. And on the ground, that doesn't mean a huge amount of difference to the children in our school, other than faith formation or religion our Catholic religion will not be taught in our school from September. We will have a new program called Goodness Me, Goodness You, which is will be our patrons program. That will be what we'll be teaching, which will hopefully teach children, too, about all religions and none, about respect for each other, love of the community, love of the earth, our environment. It'll be new. It'll be a challenge to us. Um, that's what we're looking forward to doing. But community national schools, yeah, they're new. Educate Together, I suppose a lot of us heard of Educate Together. They're, they're more prominent. There are more Educate Together schools around the country. There are not many community national schools. But the other big thing, I think, is they are state schools. So mm-hmm. this is the state system. The state it has not been a patron of many schools mm-hmm. in the past. So this is the way the state is probably doing what it might have done or should have done 100 years ago mm-hmm. in setting up its own schools and its own system and I know the program for government talks about 400. I think community national schools in the next number of years. We're the first in Tipperary. We were announced ahead of a pilot program, and I think the next couple of years there's 12 or 13 schools to transfer. And then I think you'll see the government are obviously want state schools. They've said it in their program for government. There will be 400 of them. So we're we're setting plowing our furrow with maybe earlier than others, but I think it's something that is going to happen. And it's recognized probably by the church, mm-hmm. state, um, that this is the, the way primary education is going in the country, certainly in the bigger towns to start with.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's good, to, it's inter- interesting to even say that uh, I was at the launch of uh, the community national schools. Um, 10-year anniversary which was in 2019 so they've been around for a little bit but not not very long but one of the things that was interesting to me at that launch was uh, they they had announced at that time they were removing faith formation during the school day and were very very similar to I suppose what Educate Together were doing and uh, I remember Anya Highland, who would have been the founders of Educate Together uh, was in the audience and somebody stood up and said I wonder what Anya Highland would think of this and she stood up and it was really interesting she said look Back in the 1970s, we were campaigning for a state-run multi-denominational system. We got the multi-denominational system, but we didn't get the state-run. So, I mean, to be honest, this is good news all around. I mean, the CNS is is one uh, state model. Obviously, the model schools were an experiment uh, 100 years ago that um, were uh, supposed to be multi denominational. They got the state run, but not the multi denominational. Let's say so. Uh, we we finally got it, um, and uh, that's that. That can only be a positive thing. I was interested, uh, though. Earlier on, you just said to me that you, when you got the job, you had no idea this is coming down the line. I, I'd be really interested. How did how did this come about?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm here almost three years, so I knew of the school as a lovely school, a caring school. I'm from Rossgrave, which is about 20 minutes drive away from here. So knowing the town of Nina as a prominent town in Tipperary, a very good town, an open town. I knew of this school as a different type of school that I hadn't experienced before, a junior boys school. We only went up, or still only go up to first class. So that's something that I didn't hardly even knew existed other than knowing of this particular school. Um, How did it come about? Yeah. I understand that before my time, there was the main driver in Nina was to have co-education.
0: Mm-hmm. The,
1: there are a number of schools in the town. There's a Gwale school, which is co-ed. There's a co-ed Church of Ireland school, not close to us. And then there were the three Catholic schools, a convent, a CBS and ourselves, mm-hmm. all single sex schools, us being boys. The other being boys senior school and a vertical girls school. So. Talks were going on for a long number of years, I understand. How best to introduce co-education into Nina? That was the big driver. Okay. Uh, there was co-ed on offer, but all schools was felt should be co-educational. So that was where they were going for. Various things were talked about, but ultimately, I suppose, the patron has to make a call on it, and the patron made the call in the end that the three schools that were in these talks should become co-ed and vertical schools. So we were... Uh, we were informed of that back last year at some stage. So that's where we were heading. But along the journey, um, without breaking any confidentiality and the confidentiality to anybody, mm. the idea of being a multi domination school was suggested or asked if we'd be interested in it. And it was asked. And I suppose we explored it in different ways and have then thought about it a little bit more, maybe a little bit more, and then spoke to more people. And we listened. The first thing was to be, I suppose, available to listen, and Mm. to listen to the idea. I would imagine a lot of schools would probably say, "No, not interested in that. We're grand as we are. We don't need that hassle. Yeah, Uh, we're fine." And I'd say a lot of places would have said that, and and maybe we did too at the start. Yeah, Uh, say we probably did because we had enough on our plate. Is to be changed from being a junior boys' school to having boys and girls. One challenge. Mm -hmm. And then change to be a vertical school where we'd have children all the way up to sixth class instead of just Mm -hmm. first class. So, yeah, we had plenty on our plate. We had plenty going on. But staff, board were were open to listen. And I think Mm -hmm. that's probably the first step for any school that might be considering this. I would say just listen. Listen to what the people have to say. So we did listen. We had meetings with Tipperary ETB with their directors of schools, their chief executive, their chairperson. We listened to their various to other directors talking about the systems and how it worked. Um, we talked as a board. We met them. Then as staff, we met them and met them again and listened and more listening and eventually probably saw that this the change in patronage might be coming down the road for a lot of towns and maybe, Nina, Instead of doing this in three or four years' time, maybe now is the time to do it. And mm-hmm. that's what we did. Um, yeah. Ultimately came to the decision. And here we are today. And
0: here you are. and tell Not me where we where... thought
1: we were going, as I said, or where I thought I'd be going, but yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. It's, it's a challenge. For any principal out there, we can. We have so much to be doing. We're busy all day, every day. But sometimes something new and different and challenging. And I, I certainly found that. It's it's great to find out about different systems. Mm. Um about multi-denominational we were it's, it's great it's different it's something new we're getting little bits of training as we go along right um, etb ireland or community national schools ireland and all that's interesting and it's a Absolutely. chance to look at ourselves and, and see how we can best serve the town and, and that's ultimately where the decision was made was this good for the town of nina mm-hmm. the answer was probably yes was this good for the children of nina going forward the next 50 or 100 years this school recently celebrated its, its anniversary and had served the town very well for over 100 years and said, can we, is this the right thing to do for the town for the next? The answer was yes. So we went for it.
0: Absolutely. No, it, it's great. And was there, I mean, I, I assume there couldn't be, uh, there, there must have been a little bit of pushback from um, staff, maybe parents. Um, Like as a principal, you have to deal with that kind of, so I'm not, I, I don't want to know what the pushback possibly was. I mean, you can, anyone could guess what it would be, but you know was it again just keep listening
1: keep listening yeah pushback was probably too strong Mm. i think fear of the unknown yeah everybody including myself Uh, fear of the unknown for staff fear of the unknown for parents um what what is it what does it mean and how do you tackle that sort of fear it's education and information probably so Mm. we we held meetings Or a meeting with our parents. It was difficult too. It was at the end of COVID, as you know very well, COVID times last winter and autumn winter was was tricky. So there was maybe a Zoom meeting or two. There was in-person meetings that when you could have something like that towards the tail end of it. So it was an awkward time, but Mm. it certainly did try to consult and inform parents, staff and the community all the way. Once it was heading towards a decision time that this is where we're going, it was, and it's still the case, we have, we have a job of work to do, probably mm. over the next number of years in, in informing our parents and our school community more about the changes uh, and educate them as well and get them involved, and I think that's a big part of what community national schools talk about, the word community is there, it's in their name it's it'll be in our new name nina community national school Mm. so we will be a big part of the community and i understand we will reach out more into the community we've we have a good relationship with the community our school is situated in the middle of the town and we look Mm -hmm. forward to working more with the community and bringing more people in and getting out there as well and showing others about this new model of uh, education for primary kids
0: exactly there's a couple of them um, a couple of things that I know about the community national school let's say and and how things differ um and you mentioned the goodness me goodness you program which will replace um the is a growing love I think in in the Catholic system and um you, you've summarized that very well um and I suppose part of that change will be that faith formation is now going to take place outside of school time and um often and i I've spoken to many schools who've, um, you know, considered this journey and that that was a that was a, a kind of a, a place of potential uncertainty um, how I, I know in Educate Together, we generally have a relationship with whatever local church is beside is nearest the school. Is that similar to what's going to happen that the church will have a your, your local parish will will still be involved, but the lessons will happen will be organized by the parish rather than the school
1: understand that 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 will be the case yeah and, and that's part maybe part of the reason why this particular school was asked or stepped up to this challenge at this time we have not we don't have a tradition of sacramental preparation in the school because we didn't have second class children for first communion confession and we don't have sixth class children for confirmation so the timing probably suited and maybe that's where this school at this time Part of the reason is there's no tradition of sacramental preparation. So you're not changing anything. You're not taking away something that was already there. And I, I think it's important. We, we haven't done the sacramental preparation in second class of the sacrament, So now is the time. There's nothing has been taken away. Yes. So it will be offered. My understanding is, yes, the parish will organise the sacramental preparation. Mm. They'll organise a teacher um, and helpers to assist with that. And it will be offered
0: after school time yeah
1: um, and it'll be their responsibility not this school's responsibility
0: exactly no that's that's great that sounds uh, absolutely similar it's good good for uh, principals who might be considering that particularly in that setup because that setup uh, of you know having a junior boys school a senior boys school and then this vertical girls' school is common in, in big towns i know there's one in carlo uh, where i'm uh, where i'm from and uh if i had something similar up the road for me i think it's it, it and it might be actually and i never even considered it the fact that you're you've never had sacramental preparation it might be something you know other a nice nice move for uh, let's say junior boy schools around the country if they're going to have an easier switch let's say because I actually one of the sticking points generally uh, when it comes to this and I remember it from Malahide and from uh, other places around the country that seemed to be a massive sticking point before uh, schools would divest or reconfigure whatever it was so um really very interesting I, I hadn't actually thought of that um I want to um ask you just um, another thing about community national schools that I I know about a little bit, and it's how um, they differ in terms of management. Um, so, for example, in, in in both your type of school, Catholic school now, and an Educate Together school, you have a board of managers who basically are responsible for absolutely everything, including, you know, uh, legal, HR, uh, basically anything that happens. I believe um, the CNS, because they're part of the ETB, they, they somehow take... If I'm if I'm right in this, they take some of that responsibility away from boards. You will have a board, but there will be a place places you can go for certain things. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's my understanding of it. Again, it's it's new to us as well, and we won't really know until we're fully inside the tent in a way. But yeah, um, our new board will be responsible for policy, as far as I understand it, and then Tipperary the ETB will have assistance or support in a lot of areas, the areas that have been mentioned, and it might be a carrot for other schools and principals that they would see this as something that would be of great assistance to the area of HR becomes the responsibility of the new patron tip ETB. So all recruitment, um, contracts, interviews, letters of invitation, letters of regret, letters of award contracts, all that, that comes centrally through the ETB as far as I know. The second area is ICT and ICT support. So, currently in this school, we, we have an ICT support with a, a local firm and they help us out if we're stuck. That will become centralized. So, if we have a problem with IT or purchasing IT, it'll be done centrally through the ETB as well. Capital, I understand, is, and capital in buildings is the third area mm. um, that will have support there. So, you, a lot of your, your listeners are, might be principals or assistants and they get snowed under with things like emergency works applications, extensions, building projects. Our understanding is that there's a dedicated department in the ETB that will look after that in consultation with the school and the principal. So, for example, an emergency works application might probably be needed here in terms of our facilities are changing toilets and things like that. We'll work with the TIP ETB and their capital department, hopefully, to get that together. And if if there's changes to the building down the line, in the next number of years that support and help will be there and i think that definitely will be helpful for principals the hr the capital the it and the buildings
0: gosh it's 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 very tempting when you hear uh, when you if you're looking up at the roof and you see a leaky a leak coming out and you know the or you get a the boiler breaks down or the, all the usual stuff that we I mean, I mean, you obviously were in construction, so you'd be very familiar with it. But people like me who wouldn't know how to put a shelf up in a wall wouldn't have a clue what to be doing. So it's... Um, what yeah, well, what
1: principals are expected to do is amazing, really. You're, you're covering everything. You're, you're leading learning on one side and you're fixing the roof or applying for a grant on the other side. And then you're trying to buy laptops, purchase laptops, download software, fix things, some a multitude of things that school leaders have to do. And I think... That's probably, as I said, that might be the carrot, but Mm. more than it being the carrot, it's probably a better vision of the role of the principal and school leaders that a lot of that admin type of stuff, we get bogged down in it. We certainly do. do. And maybe if we get some of that taken away or shared for a while, and then be able to lead the learning, monitor learning, help our colleagues, help our SNAs, work with them in the classroom, on the ground, on the floor, lead the vision in a way, we, we... I don't know about yourself, but I get very, very little time to think about the vision for the school. You're, mm. you're snowed under with the day-to-day and the crisis that will arrive on your door
0: That's guaranteed
1: it. every day. And there's very little visionary thinking, strategic planning, that type of stuff for school leaders, even working with your in-school management team. You're often dealing with crisis and then you're on admin. And That's think, it. To me, if that help is there, I know it'll take time to bed in, of course it will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: because I presume for Tipper ATB we're their first schools, so they have a lot of experience in secondary schools they mightn't have as much of primary it'll take a lot of working together and I presume ETB Ireland will be on on hand to support Tipper ATB and ourselves as well so
0: that's it And there is a lot, support it?
1: There. it's great to see um we look forward to working with that type of stuff and I said maybe get out of the office a bit more and mm. walk the corridors
0: this is it I mean I, I was um joking with uh someone there um a, a couple of months ago when we kind of Uh, you know overnight when we all uh, kind of we were in the drowns of COVID and then all of a sudden overnight after there was an announcement and then COVID was 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 over in inverted commas and I was joking with someone a few weeks later going gosh it's been two years since I did anything educational really because I was spending all my time in crisis mode dealing with things that have nothing to do with education all to do with COVID Uh, and it's amazing um how little of our time is spent on the thing that we actually went for the job in the first place for which was to you know uh, basically create happy schools with good uh good education and happy teachers all the rest of it, it's it's amazing i want to ask you a couple more changes because i think what's really interesting for me and this is this is this isn't i'm not speaking to someone um uh, who is part you know part of the etb yet you know they're you're not getting a sales pitch here what we're getting here is a, a principal who's about to move into a new system and And sometimes there's changes that, uh, you know, that that can be, you know, more interesting if they're small. I mean, things like that uh, uniform, for example, or um, what else? Um, Signage, you know, the the name of the school is going to change. Um, Even to the point of, uh, you know, the removal of certain uh, maybe religious statues in school. I don't know if the ETB do that. I don't think maybe they don't. Um, I hope they don't, because I, I think that's part of history, really, rather than anything else. But what, what what's going to happen in terms of uniform, for example? That's a not a very controversial one.
1: No, not very controversial. Um, early on in the process, I, and a, a facilitator was appointed, and I think this is mentioned in the, the reconfiguration documents, that a facilitator is appointed by the two patrons, the current patron and the new patron, to help us or to facilitate things along the way. So that facilitator was appointed and they brought together a little committee of uh, the principal then two members of staff, two parents, uh, two reps of the current board of management and two representatives of the new patron. And they looked at certain things. So I think that came under cultural and the area of a school uniform and school motto. And mm. the, that committee then are a working task groups were organized within that committee. So a task group was formed of a few people, small group, uh, to report on school uniform, bring back a proposal, so they would have done that, find out about school uniforms in other schools, look at our current uniform, was that appropriate? The word boys was written on the school uniform, so it was going to need to be changed anyway. So they looked into all that, worked very, very hard on it, brought back a proposal to the committee, to the staff, and and the parents around that, parents reps around that committee, so proposal was brought back, new uniform was adopted, and only recently took delivery of samples of the new uniform, and got a couple of children to model it and take a couple of photographs and we'll be sending out those in, in the next week and a little information pack for, for parents and families about our new school and what it's all about and what things will change and not change. So signage, yeah, on the school building, it's, we're prominent in the middle of town. So St. Mary's Junior Boys NS is prominent there. Yes, that will probably come down in time, but no rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put got a banner under it. yeah, uh, or a banner and the banner says our new name. So that was also in a similar thing, a task group up with the new name there were various proposals lots of different proposals like some to keep a tradition or to keep a link with the past some mm-hmm. dropping it and all were discussed openly people gave their opinions and mm-hmm. nina community national school was the one that was decided upon and mm-hmm. i think it probably we looked at different versions of it and maybe different names and it ultimately says what it is we are yeah. of nina we are for the community and I, I don't know if that's a central policy from ETB Ireland or anything like that, but it, it to show people what we are. If you Google the community national school in Nina, it should be easy to find. And yeah. that's what it'll be. It's Nina and that's us.
0: Yeah. And you're in the very center of the town. So I mean, you're you know, if there's little, I mean, for want of a better word, if suburbs of Nina, they'll probably uh, in time they'll be known as whatever they might be known as, as community national schools, if this is going to roll out uh in, in the future. Um and um, I suppose, Um, one other thing that I, I needed to find out from you about this move, you mentioned like there was talks and, and committees and things like that, who, who had to organise all that, was that you or did the ETB help you out with that?
1: To be fair, I'd say all, our current board worked very hard, definitely worked very hard in considering this and looking at the options, what's right to do. Uh, ETB, were absolutely fully committed to it we, and that might have been... Things like that were helpful in that we felt for want of a better word we felt loved simon and um, they wanted us they wanted us and they were supportive they offered lots of support their their top people came to meet us meet our staff and mm. t- that's has been a great help so everyone worked together yes a lot does land on the principal's desk or in the in school management team's desk but to be fair People work together, and if I wanted to contact someone in ETB or on the board, the chairperson, the parish, even yes, they were all available, all available to help and talk us through it, with yeah. the view to getting to where we are to do what is right for the town. That was the ultimate guide for everyone that was involved in it.
0: Great, great. Um, I, I mean, I have to tell you this because it only it only hit me at the uh, just a few seconds ago. Because Nina would be traditionally a fairly multicultural town. I mean, I remember. The first time I ever went into what's known as a, an ethnic shop was actually in Nina. I remember getting Halva at a, at a in, in one of these shops at a conference and thinking I was very exotic indeed about 20 years ago. and um, so I mean it's it's not before it's time for Nina to have something, um, you know, a, a school which uh, would be um, you know, I suppose fully um respectful to for to, to children from minoritized backgrounds and so on. I, I presume, you know, again. Some some schools who'd be thinking about this might um, kind of say, well, is there a need? Is there a need for us? You know, we're a very homogenous kind of town. There isn't really that need. I, I know Nina isn't, but even even so, would you recommend it uh, no matter what type of school, what type of community you have so far? Yeah, I
1: probably would recommend it, but it's, it's very early days yet. It's certainly mm. very early days yet. What I recommend is, um, I think so. I think society is changing. There's, there's no doubt about that, or has changed hugely over the last number of years, and our the population of Nina, Ross, Gray, Carlo, I'm sure the same is very different to what it was 30 years ago. We have a lot of new Irish people are moving to towns like this for work and to set up home and families, so should a school be reflective of where it sits it probably should um mm. i think it's it's a good thing yeah definitely do
0: yeah no, that's 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 very good um i i've only a couple more questions because i don't want to take you too long um on this one if you're a principal again thinking about this we've talked a lot about the 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 various intrinsic of the like with the change thing, and and uh, um like what makes things different and and so on um, like what? What are your feelings about it yourself? I mean, I suppose, like as a as a as a man, as a human being, you know, do you, do you like this?
1: I do, to be honest. Yeah, I do. I do. As a as a professional, I'm enjoying the challenge of the change. As a school leader and principal, yeah, definitely, I do. Um, oftentimes, the easy thing to do is stay where you are, doing what you're doing, and and come in on the Monday and go home on Friday and do what you always did this has brought a new challenge to myself and to all of our staff and as I said the board and the wider school community it is it's challenging there will be lots of challenges and difficulties I'm sure along the way but it is good I'm enjoying it so far it's it's broadened my mind to be fair Um, and maybe a lot of us don't know enough about other schools Um, and that was one of the best things I did I suppose and I'd say to any principal number one get on the phone and try and talk to Principals in any of the multi-denominational schools, whether it's Community National School or Educate Together. And the second thing, get into the car and visit them. And that's that's what I did. I I took a day and or two and went on tour. So got in the car and made arrangements through ETB Ireland or and Community National Schools Ireland and visited a couple of of the CNS schools in Dublin and spoke to principals of CNS schools in Limerick and Cork. And that certainly gave me a great flavor. Walking in the door of the school, you get you get you see the differences, even though some we're 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 very similar in lots of ways. Our school is all about care, it's about respect, it's about looking out for each other, mm. doing your best. Um, and those the CNS schools are as well, and I'm sure educate together as well. But I suppose the, the little differences might be things like the iconography on the walls. It's There's motivational words written on the walls, things like that, motivational pictures Mm -hmm. and things like I visited a school and I think I saw our community and you see all the different shapes, sizes, colors that that community is on displays on the walls and displays around the school. But ultimately, the the great thing about CNS, our current school, our Educate together, is when I visit them, they're happy children, Mm -hmm. uh, respectful of everything and respectful of each other. And that's the core message i think that's trying to be perpetrated out there we are community we are equal we respect everybody and their opinions and their religions not just one and that that has been a good thing so the visiting the schools was was fantastic for me meeting fellow principals and finding out about them it's it's educational it's it's opened my mind as i said definitely and it broadened my mind
0: brilliant brilliant well uh, teachers will probably be um uh, listening to this wondering Okay, I'm working in a Catholic school. My school is about to be um, reconfigured to, let's say, a community national school. Where am I going to get my training? Have you been told that yet? Yeah, Some of it,
1: anyway. Yeah, we had we had um, a couple of days afternoons training in in the ethos of community national schools. So I mentioned it earlier: the excellence in education, the multi-denominational, equality-based, community focus. So we had training in that from mm-hmm. ETV, and then we had a visit from. Uh, CNS Ireland, Community National Schools Ireland, training the teachers and the SNAs in the new programme, the Goodness Me, Goodness You programme. So we've had our first bit of training on both of those and a plan is being prepared then so that the training will be ongoing over the next number of months and years, as far as I can see. And to be fair, they are of the mind that we should take it in small steps. I think teachers shouldn't fear it, that you're suddenly going to be landed with this Big new program that you have to learn and teach and prepare for. The advice we've got from community national schools or ETV Ireland is take it in small steps. We'll start with one strand. We'll give you some training. We'll give you some support. Try it out. Think about it. Report back. Reflect on it. What's working well? What's not working well? And don't be afraid of it, because um, yeah. we're it's new to everybody. It's new to the children. It's new to the teachers. But the support is there. We've been told the support is there. We've seen it so far, to be honest. Yes, we have had a good day's training on it. Right. And we look forward to working with them over the next number of months. Um, yeah. I think it's it's broad-based from what I can see of it. As I said, it is early days, but hmm. there, there's there's lots of good things in it, you know, about respect for ourselves, looking hmm. out for each other and all our opinions and all our families, whatever shape or size they come in. Yeah,
0: and, yeah, arts, and that's a
1: really good There's a big part of it in yeah. a philosophical type of approach, which was new to us. Oh it's so very uh, this, very interesting. Yeah. He'll be a
0: very happy man if he's listened to this when you said philosophical approach, because Jones Irwin, who's the author of it, is a philosopher first and uh, an ethical educator second. I'd say now I'm speaking out of turn from, but um I, I hope you get to meet him he, uh, at some point because he's a, a brilliant man and uh and he wrote the new Goodness Me, Goodness You program. And it's only been out a couple of years, so I mean it's all new to everybody. I I mean, and I, I think um again for anyone listening to this, I mean, I, I had to teach my first three years in a, in a Catholic school, not coming from a, a Catholic background, uh, very, very much a, a alien to it, and was basically told, right, off you go and teach this O program. And I did do it. You know, I mean, it's, we are professionals. We, we kind of, you know, we, we can pick up most programs and, and work with them. And, and, and it took me a bit of time, obviously, to get used to it, uh, whether I liked it or not. And, um, but I did it. And I think it'll be the same with the goodness me, goodness view program, except I think you'll be better supported in a way. Um, because you're you're it's all it's all new to all um CNS schools. They're they're moving, they've moved into it only a couple of years ago. Um, so and a really good program. We like to joke and educate together actually and robbed it off us, but uh anyway, that's that's for another day's uh, story. I've only one more question to ask you, it, and it's the question I ask every other person because it's been I could actually, I, I'm afraid I could nearly um tire you out with all the questions I have, but uh, I think. Uh, I'll leave with one more question, which would be, um, you are handed the Ministry, the Minister for Education job, uh, for a day you have a benign dictatorship, you can do what you want, and it will happen. So, if you could pick one thing you'd like to do, it doesn't have to be about this at all, uh, but uh, what would you do if you were the Minister for Education?
1: Yeah, Ch- poison chalice, maybe, if you're handed that role, maybe. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't given a huge amount of thought, Simon, but couple of things maybe support for school leaders i think they've tried they're putting in place a certain amount of things you know over the last number of years lots of new school leaders have undertaken things like mishnock and ferbert there's coaching there through the center for school leadership i imagine making things like that more widely available
0: Mm -hmm. i think
1: opportunities for school leaders to change and try different things i think would be wonderful i voluntarily took a change to move from the last school which i loved to this new school which i also love but I could have easily stayed where I was and I was very happy there, but felt I needed a change and a new challenge. And I don't see much of that. There's not much opportunity for principals. I remember a number of years ago, there was talk of a seven-year contract Mm -hmm. or a 10-year contract and you did it. And then maybe the opportunity to move or bring that expertise to other schools, I think would be a fantastic thing. Um, Not promoting CNS totally, but I think the option of taking some of this admin off the principal's desk could be a game changer for principals and school leaders I, I really really do I think school buildings HR admin support IT support I think it, it could be it really could be a game changer and I think it's something probably should be offered to all all school leaders regardless of your patron would mm-hmm. be yeah. a great I, I feel passionately that school leaders are at the coal face principals are at the coal face it's a very tough time I know there's not many applications for a lot of mm. principal jobs because people say, why, why I don't need that hassle. And as I said to someone, if you had a role that could deal with 10 problems instead of 110 problems, I know we're not going to get rid of a hundred of them, but I think that would make a big difference. So something like that would be, would be fantastic. And I think the inspector, I changed the name of the inspector. I think stop inspecting, start supporting.
0: Yeah. I, I gosh, well said. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much, uh, in that uh, in that frame of mind as well I mean it's just such a it just doesn't work anymore the idea of of inspections and um, and uh, having having a kind of a principal having a mentor or a school having kind of this outside mentor who you know would would, would work just as well I think What we do well in the Irish education system, actually, and despite all its, you know, um, things that, you know, get up my goat a lot of times, but one thing we do really well compared to some other countries is that we actually trust our schools, Um, and the inspection kind of thing kind of slightly flies in the face of that uh, generally, because in all other aspects, I feel we have a lot of autonomy, we have a lot of um, a lot of trust, and and and, you know, I know there's uh, people focus on you know the teacher bashers, whatever it is, but actually the majority of people do um have a lot of time for what we do and, and respect what we do and um, you know not just principals teachers and anyone working in a school so i think that was that that was well said if people um are interested in um chatting to you maybe or, or or asking you a little bit about your journey so far is there a good way they can find you um i don't want to bombard you with you know uh, three thousand principals who've heard you and went oh my gosh we need a piece of this but uh for the few that might be kind of toying with the idea is there a good way to get in touch with you
1: yes so i suppose nina cns.ie is the new school website it's only very new there's, there's not a whole lot of information there other than our enrollment policies and the like. So ninacns.ie and you'll find a phone number and an email there. And I guess, well, since this broke, I have had phone calls from, I'd say about five school principals from all regions, North, South, East and West. There's a lot of interest in it. Um, mm. People are interested in it. People want, are saying, is this a role for me? Is this somewhere I feel our school could go? And I've spoken to people, certainly similar to our own, where there's a girl's school and a boy's school. The co-ed thing is, quite prominent i'd say there's people who feel that the co-ed schools maybe have stolen the march on the single sex primary schools they're looking at can we change that and is this the way to do so um yeah no problem with anyone contacting me i'm happy to talk and happy to share my experience for the little i know so far and maybe in two years time it could all be very different but i don't think so we're, we're positive about it i think it's good for the town it's good for the schools. good for the children um and it's great to be a part of it in lots of ways i'm
0: Ah, uh, you're very good, no, and the, and the and as you said, the little you know, I think, is going to be extremely helpful. I think it's a lot. Uh, it's amazing how we we sometimes uh, as principals don't say, uh, you know, we, we understate what we know. I think mean, you've you've really helped me understand, you know, the pra- practicalities of being a principal. You know, going through this um, really interesting journey, um, and and what it might be like for another principal You might be thinking about because it's scary, it's scary changes is, is scary thing. And uh, I think, you know, as I said at the start, you know, Nina CNS is, is an important um, school when it comes to the, when, when we come to be writing about the history of the Irish education system. This, I believe, and I've said this uh, a number of times on the uh, podcast, uh, up until now, all of the CNSs have been reconfigured, are very small, tiny little schools and kind of, and I don't know disrespect, but they're in the middle of nowhere. They were probably schools that were going to close down. But this is the first thriving school um, to transfer its um, uh, patronage using this reconfiguration um, method and it's a brave thing to, to be that the person who's going to be the center of it you've already been on the news uh, with Emma O'Kelly and uh, you know it's, it's I, I, I don't know if you like that sort of media attention I I, I know I go I, I'm everywhere uh, at the time but I actually hate the idea of a camera being pointed in my face and um, but you're very generous with your time uh, to do this with me and uh, I just want to say a, a huge thank you uh, to you for doing this, and I wish you the very best of luck um, in becoming uh, the first multi uh, multi-denominational principal of County Tipperary, um, and congratulations on it uh, as you move into these new times. So thanks, John, for speaking to me, and uh, best of luck.
1: Thank you very much, Simon. Lovely to talk to you. And my only motivation, I'm not intermediary, or anything, is if it can help other principals or other school leaders and teachers especially and all school staff. If it's of any assistance, I'm happy to do it. Thanks, Simon, and best of luck with your podcast. Nice chatting to you.
0: Nice to chat to you too. So for those of you who are new to this podcast, um, feel free please uh, to subscribe uh, using whatever podcasting application you use whether that's uh, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts or any of the rest of them um, if you've liked this, uh, re- uh, this episode please feel free to review it uh, five stars if you can and this will help other teachers around the country find the podcast too it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you as always and we will see you again next week uh, with another episode thanks so much for listening all the best bye bye